these kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Thumbprint, the thumbprint of doom. Thumbprint, the thumbprint of doom. This is the last one. This is the last straw. Welcome to Welcome to Deadcast. Welcome to Wickedly Talented. <laughs> this, <laughs> the way, the way the, you said that just reminded me of that. I know. This is the last short story of Even More Tales to Give You Goosebumps. Yes, Even More Tales to Give You Goosebumps. Number 10, The Thumbprint of Doom. I am Daniel Montgomery. I am Matthew Scott Montgomery. And this is American Idol. We are going to go through this last short story and then talk about the whole collection of short stories as a whole. Yes, honey. Yes, we're going to go through, what is it, our favorites? Our least favorite, the scariest, and of course, the nastiest. Who could forget how truly nasty some of these short stories are? Let's talk about the thumbprint of dude. Yes, let's talk about Trisha. Trisha's that bitch. Trisha, Trisha is our protagonist. She, sure. norm, she normally goes to summer camp during you know every summer but this year she decided to stay in town and hang out with her best friend jeremy he's hot too bad she didn't know that jeremy's cousin harold would be staying with him for two months what not only is harold super short he's super lame even though they're all 12 years old harold seems a lot younger what a dumb short bitch i'm so like what what's with this like height shaming i'm into short give me short yeah, I like short. Tall guys are a turnoff for me. Mm, that's not true for me, but... These are also, like, 12-year-old boys, so... Anyway, I'll be quiet. Um, Trisha wants to go swimming, but Harold's like, Ugh, I don't know. I- I'm afraid. And Trisha's like, yeah, I'm afraid, too. Afraid this is gonna be the most boring summer of my life. Ooh, what Harold's afraid of is the fungus in the lake water. He's afraid of things that he can't see. I actually feel the exact same way. I have very little lake experience. I think I've been in a lake maybe twice in my entire life and I don't like it. I need the ocean. I need to get away. You that That is your prerogative. Yeah, I'm not a lake person. The three of them, Trisha, Harold, and Jeremy, walk around the block until, like, what are we going to do today? They decide to go see a movie. But that's when they see the new girl. Finally, the story goes somewhere. Carla. <gasps> Carla Ooh. has long, straight black She's hair. She's wearing khaki shorts and a matching top. She's got bright green eyes and beautiful olive skin. And don't even get me started on those bare feet. They say, oh, hey, Carla, would you like to join us for the movies today? We know that you're new here, and it's me, my best friend Jeremy, and his short, lame cousin, Harold. Carla says, oh, that's nice, but my horoscope says I shouldn't go anywhere today. Harold says, that's strange. If she's super, st- are you superstitious and scared of black cats? She says, no, I'm not scared of black cats, but I am afraid of the thumbprint of doom. You see, if someone puts it on your head, 
you're doomed. You see something terrible, something horrible will happen to you within 24 hours. You see, that's the thumbprint of doom. And they're all like, what? Same. And Harold says, do you really believe that? And Carl's like, yes, I do. Have fun at the movies. So they are like, okay. So they go to the movie and they laugh about how weird Carla is shoving their thumbs into each other's form. <laughs> the next day, Trisha and Jeremy go to the lake. Harold stay home, stays home to read the dictionary. Literally. He says he wants to finish it by Christmas. Oh, Harold. Trisha's about to get into a canoe and... and push out onto the lake when she hears Trish uh, when she when she hears somebody scream Trisha no and then she falls into the lake and gets all soaking wet and Jeremy helps pull her up and, and they it see was that- Carla and she said no Trisha you can't ride a blue canoe on Tuesday a blue canoe on Tuesday is bad luck for Wednesday what Trisha's so pissed and is like, what are you talking? You scare me you to scare death. You scare me to death. You got me fucking wet. And I don't believe any of your stupid superstitions, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Not for children. She wrings out her wet shirt and pours out water from her new sneakers. Ring the alarm. As Carla, I've been doing this for too long. And I'd be damned if I see another chick on your arm. Say, ring the alarm. <laughs> Trisha is so pissed. He be rocking the coats. I let you go. He was every house in the row. I let you go. He gonna provide everything I taught. I let you go. I can't let you go. I will let you go. He don't want the BBS stones. I let you go. I can't let you go. Damn, I can't let you go. Wow, that song. That's a song. Trisha, Jeremy, and Carla leave the lake, and Carla's totally convinced she absolutely saved Trisha's life. And Trisha's like, thanks, what? They run into Harold on the way back. He had just finished reading all the P's in the dictionary. And he, like, like as they're no as they're walking um i got it so as they're walking harold runs towards trisha and shoves her down hard scraping her knees on the pavement and trisha's like what the fuck and harold's like you were gonna step on a crack you're gonna break your mother's back you see i believe in superstitions now that i've met carla she makes a lot of sense carla does make a lot of sense she makes a lot of something but i don't know if it's sense a few days later they're all playing baseball and it's at the um baseball baseball it's the okay it is the bottom of the ninth and they're they're there have been two. There were two outs, outs. and they were they were one run behind. Okay, it's the bottom of the ninth. Whatever. So it's all up to Trisha to save the big baseball game ho- happening at the fucking park. She needs to swing the bat and hit the ball. So she has to do that, and she swings, and Carla screams, "No, no, strike!" She says, "No, you don't understand. It's thirteen minutes after one p.m. on Friday the thirteenth. It'd be a disaster if you hit a ball." 13 minutes after 1 p.m. on Friday the 13th. Trisha's furious 
and the game is like ruined, I guess. Harold's so into all of it. So Harold and Carla walk home together, and Trisha complains to J- Jeremy after the game. She's like, oh my god, this bitch is crazy. Carla made her walk backwards around a fire hydrant seven times the day before, and who knows why. These superstitions are ruining her life, and they've got to show Carla these superstitions are dumb. But how? Three days later, Trisha has a plan. That's right. So it is um, It is three days later, and it is Friday night, even though I think – is that right? I don't know. I think I play attention to these details. Um, because I don't play attention to them. No, I think I think it's I think it's right. Um, okay, because they were at the canoe Canoes, canoe, on canoe. Tuesday, and then maybe they played the game on Wednesday, and then I guess three days later from Wednesday would be Friday, Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday. But anyway, at dinner, Jeremy and Trisha and Harold stop by Carla's house to invite her to the Jefferson Field Fairgrounds. I'll tell you what, this town is hopping on a on a, on a summer. Carla said, "Oh, the stars aren't right." for tonight but they drag her out anyway and they go to these fairgrounds and it is just it like it sounds fun it's all sparkly and dark and there's a ferris wheel and a roller coaster and carnival music it's pretty it sounds pretty fun our state fair is a, a great state fair and then the story really starts getting to go get going okay trisha pulls them into it to a dirty white trailer in the back marked madam wanda sees all have your fortune told and trisha insists that carla go in and have her fortune told She's like, Madam Wanda will tell you wild things. And Carla's too scared. Harold goes, um, I'll, I'll stay out here with you. And J- Jeremy's like, Harold, you're afraid of the future because it's one more thing you can't see. <laughs> uh, Trisha goes, no, 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 no. We're all going in. We're all going in right now. So they do. They walk into this dirty white trailer for, for Miss Wanda, and it's dark. There's sweet incense burning. There's soft, eerie music playing. And there's a cold green mist. Floating in the air. And they see a lone candle on a table. And then they hear a low moan going. And Trisha goes, hello. And the moan grows louder and louder. And then a wind from nowhere blows out the candle, plunging them into darkness. And they hear a voice say, gum. Forward. It's me, Madam Wanda. Trisha attempts to run out, but a hand grabs her, and it's Madam Wanda. And Madam Wanda strikes a match and lights the candle and says, sit. She's wearing a shiny black gown, has a dark green turban, and purple veins in the whites of her eyes. Not to mention those dark, dramatic lips and glowing, dark eyes. Drink. She says, who will go and Trisha's like, Carla wants to go first. So Madame Wanda grabs Carla's hand and she holds it as she peers into her crystal ball. And she says, ah, jays, I did see a summatinga. <gasps> and she gasps. Her face fills with horror. And she says, no, I don't believe what I see in your future. Carla says, what is it? Tell me. I cannot have. I cannot. I have no choice. I cannot allow you to grow old and suffer. So Madame Wanda pressed her thumb into Carla's forehead and says, I, I have, have given, given you, you the, the thumbprint of doom. And Carla shrieks and knocks her chair over and hurdles out of the trailer. And they all run after her and they laugh and laugh and laugh. And they say, Trisha, it was a joke. Nothing bad's going to happen to you. We just wanted to show you how dumb superstitions are. We paid Madame Wanda this morning to do that shit. Carla says, I know it was just a joke because only I have the power. Why do you think I believe it? Because I know it's true. That's why I'm frightened. I have the power. You know my secret. I have no choice. And then Carla dives forward and presses her icy thumb on each of their foreheads. Trisha, Harold, and Jeremy. 
Trisha shrieks as Carla grabs into her sleeve, and Carla laughs a wicked laugh and yanks on Trisha's arm, and a burning pain shoots through Trisha's body. No. But Trisha breaks free, and all three of them run from evil Carla, from the carnival, to their doom. And then Madam Wanda steps out of the trailer and says, that was a mean joke, Carla. And then she says, Carla says, they they started started it. And And how long do you think they'll realize until... How long... And Madam Wanda says to Carla, how long till they realize that you have no powers? Carla giggles says, in a day or so, then maybe we'll all laugh about it. Listen, I'm going to go explore the carnival now. And Madam Wanda says, what time will you be home? Or no. And then Carla says, what time will you be home? And Madam Wanda says, oh, about 10, honey. So I'm going to read the first paragraph and the last paragraph of the Thunprint of Doom. Let's go swimming in the lake, I suggested. Carla giggled. They'll figure it out after a day or so. Then maybe we'll all have a good laugh about it, she said. I'm going to explore the carnival now. What time will you be home? About ten, Madame Wanda replied. Okay, Carla said. See you later, Mom. A little bit more than a paragraph, but you got it. So let's talk about this just for a second. Yeah, yeah. So Trisha wanted to... Okay. Trisha wanted to prove to Carla that the thumbprint of doom was bullshit. So she knew that there's going to be a local carnival there. So she she hit up Madame Wanda and paid her early in the day, said, I'm going to bring a little girl here named Carla, and I'm going to have you pretend the thumbprint of doom is real and then press it against her forehead as a prank. And then Carla was like, no. She knew that was going to happen, I guess. And so she pretended to be freaked out by it, and then she said... She said, no, the reason I'm freaked out is because I have the power. And so to prank them back, she pressed her thumb against their foreheads. And then and they believed that was real, what? and they ran, ran off. What about t- the p- shooting pain in the icy cold thumb? I think it's just that her thumbs were cold, and she just grabbed Trisha really hard. <laughs> okay. And But it, then it turns out this whole time Madame Wanda's actually Carla's mom and they just moved to this town and they're new or something. Does Carla really believe any of the superstition stuff or is it all just an act? Does this make any sense? No. I will say it makes more sense now that I'm sharing this out loud with another person than it did reading it by myself. Yeah. I don't think it makes sense, but it makes more sense. It doesn't really make much sense. I like the idea of Madame Wanda in a carnival, and I like the idea of lore and things of doom. So I'm choosing to like this more than I think that I do. I liked the part in the trailer. Um, I like the part in um, Aliens in the Garden where there was that thunderstorm. Yeah, the, I really like that part a lot. Yeah. So do you think they could have made um, a, sh- a, sh- a short story, I mean a TV episode out of this? Um... Perhaps, but I think it's too uninteresting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how... It's kind of like a You Can't Scare Me kind of thing. Yes, I think they would need, like, more... A monster. More content, and, you know, I think they could have made a TV episode about it, but they would, like, just take the title of it and turn it into something else. You know what I mean? Where it's like, it would, it would have to take place more at a carnival and be more about Madame Wanda, but then you get into Be Careful What You Wish For territory. So, no, actually, I don't, I don't really think so. There just needs to be, like, some kind of, like exciting climax for the television show you know Mm, yeah uh, yeah that was it yeah they'd have to like twist it somehow so let's talk about so that's it you guys that's all 10 short stories so i'm actually gonna go um i'm gonna go back through just to remind ourselves the um the 10 short stories that we have reviewed or gone over from even more tales to give you goosebumps and a one sentence description that I found on goosebumps wiki. And then we're going to talk about what we thought was our, what is it Dion? 
Our least favorite, our favorite, the nastiest, and the scariest. Okay, great. So to refresh your memory, um, number one, the chalk closet. A boy attending summer school learns that his teacher has a special room called the chalk closet. Two, home sweet home. A girl who breaks her neighbor's china bowl and the woman Mrs. Forster wants revenge she can turn into a spider. <laughs> I'm just reading it straight from – hilarious. Number three, don't wake mummy. A mummy is delivered to the house of a boy that has a fear of mummies with the mummy being held in the basement until it can be brought to a museum. I'm telling. A boy comes across a liquid that turns anything it touches to stone, which he uses to keep his little sister from tattling on him. The Haunted House Game. Two children and the children that they are babysitting play a strange board game. Change for the Strange. Ooh, remember that one? A girl and her friend visit a new and strange consignment shop. The Perfect School. A boy is sent to a special boarding school where the students are replaced by robots. For the Birds. A girl visiting a massive bird sanctuary... A girl visiting a massive bird sanctuary during her parents' anniversary where the birds act strangely. Don't know if that's really true, but okay. Aliens in the Garden. A boy finds a small spaceship with tiny aliens inside of it. And the Thumbprint of Doom. A girl befriends a new neighbor who is superstitious of the Thumbprint of Doom. That's all pretty accurate. Yes. So let's talk about our least favorite ones first. Yes. I think... Do you want to... Yeah, I, I... I hope these aren't contra- controversial opinions. Okay. But um, my least favorite, pro- honestly, probably, um, you know, I, I, I don't love Aliens in the Garden, um, but I really like the thunderstorm part of it. <laughs> and so for me, my least favorites, I think, are Home Sweet Home and Change for the Strange. Oh, okay. I think for me... Um... Although I love the doll aspect of Home Sweet Home, I just feel like it was kind of a mess. And Change for the Strange, I just, uh, uh, you know, I just don't need it, I don't think. I think Home for uh, my two least favorite, well, I really don't like the Haunted House game television episode. And so that's kind of tainting my view of the short story itself. So I'm going to try to just separate those, Please okay? separate it, yeah. Um, because that kind of ruins the perfect school and Haunted House game because I like the stories better than the television episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would still say least favorite would be... Um, Aliens in the Garden and Home Sweet Home. Home Sweet Home, I think, like you just said, there's a lot of potential and good ideas in there, and I think that my disappointment makes it my least favorite. And yes. Aliens in the Garden just doesn't have anything f- for me that I really like. Um, so I would say it's a Home Sweet Home or Aliens in the Garden, my two least favorite. Let's talk about what the the scariest one. The scariest. Um, let me think. I think the chalk closet is a terrifying kind of idea. Yeah, I I agree. I think I think because of the setup of the chalk closet and sort of like the weird sideways stories from Wayside School kind of like um like it kind of has like a weird fairy tale sort of like spooky feel to it in yes. me. For me, I think it I actually think the chalk closet is the scariest. Yes, I'm going to go with the chalk closet as well. Which one do you think is the nastiest? I think the chalk closet is nasty, but I would have to say that the and I think there's a nasty aspect to for the birds, especially the idea of turning this family into birds, then turning the lead girl into a cat to presumably like eat her family. I think that's kind of nasty, but um, I think I'm telling is going to have to be the nastiest. I said that was also my answer. I'm telling. I think it's the nastiest story. I think it's the most exciting and the nastiest because we have a gargoyle and a stone little girl. Spewing green gunk. Yes, the idea of this like. 
gargoyle on the loose and just the nasty green gunk. It, it makes me feel nasty. It does. It makes you feel very nasty. So what is your favorite out of all of these? I, it would have to be I'm Telling. Oh, I love that that's your favorite. I think it's my favorite just because it's so different and it's so nasty and it kind of is a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It has everything that I need. I love that. What about you? Mine is a tie. It's a tie between the chalk closet and the haunted house game. Oh. I absolutely love the chalk closet. Oh. And I love the short, the TV episode is just a bust, but I love the haunted house game short story. In fact, I think it's a perfect short story. Yes. You're actually right, Daniel. I think it's, a, I'm, it can, I'm st- it, it's spooky. It's it's a perfect goosebump short story. I'm sticking with I'm telling, but a close second and third would be the chalk closet in the haunted house game. Too much fun. Yes, those. Yeah, there's some good short stories here. I also really I liked the TV episode of Don't Wake Mummy. I really I, I really liked the TV episode. of In Don't fact, Wake I like the television episode more than I did the short story. I think I do too. But yeah, the trifecta of power here is the chalk closet. I'm telling in the haunted house game. Yes, it really really is. Yes, I would like to read the haunted house game. I I would really like to read the Chalk Closet Haunted House game again. Yes, I would too. Like I'd like a, to read it to like my boyfriend in bed. Yes, exactly. I'd love to read it to your boyfriend in bed too. But I would want to keep I'm telling to myself. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. Can you babe. see what I'm saying? You guys. We did it. We made it through even more tales to give you goosebumps. Tell us what you think about all of that. Yes. Which one do you like? Yeah. Which one? What is your nastiest? Yeah. What has scared you the least? Tell us at welcome to deadcast at gmail.com. Tell Daniel at Daniel X Montgomery on Instagram and Daniel Montgomery on Twitter. You can tell Matthew about it uh, on Instagram as Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery and on Twitter as iRobotUJane. You guys, so we're done with even more tales to give you goosebumps, but guess what? It's time for more. We have still more tales to give you goosebumps. Still Ten more. spooky stories, special edition number four, and all of these are Halloween themed short stories. <laughs> they really are the nastiest and the most exciting. And I I you're in for some real tricks and some real some real treats. Yes, these were kind of summer stories that we were dealing with in this one because a lot of that was summer camp and things were happening over and the summer. Next one's definitely very Halloween. Yeah, so join us for some Halloween times, okay? <laughs> if you dare. <laughs> 